Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic. You know, my guest today is one of my favorite people in the world. She is an actress, stunt woman, small business owner. She's appeared in such films and television shows as Son-in-Law, Me, Myself, and Irene, Married with Children in Living Color, and may be best known by wrestling fans as playing the iconic heel character Hollywood in the original TV series Glow, The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Please welcome back to the show the beautiful and amazing Miss Jeannie Bassone. Jeannie, how are you doing? Wow, that's incredible. You are so good. I'm good. <laughs> how are you, Brian? I am really... <laughs> well, it's all true. And you... Yeah. We will have to we will have to add a new credit. It's a Nicole Kidman movie that came here to Nashville oh. and I it's called Holland, Michigan. I think it's gonna be a Netflix movie and I did some stunt work in that, uh driving some cars. Oh my gosh, and phenomenal. These cars were older. These were like nineteen eighty cars. Oh my gosh, they were loud, they were big station wagon and yeah, it's it kind of funny. For those of you who don't know Jeannie, she knows no fear. So she jumps through fire. She does it all in the stunt world. I don't like high, I don't like high falls. I can do off a roof, but that's as high as we're going to get. <laughs> you know, of a house. You are amazing. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> and freshly back from France, too. So how was your trip overseas? That, that was beautiful, Brian. It was just amazing. I will tell you, you have to go sometime, but the food is so fresh. It's farm to table. Everywhere. Wow. And they don't charge you farm to table. Like, you know, if you went to a restaurant <laughs> where you live and where I live, they're going to charge you that amount. But everything is always so fresh. Uh, I, I definitely highly recommend taking trains through Europe as well. Like I did Paris on the train into Nice, which is about five and a half hours, just to see the countryside. And it's a real, it, it's very calming, you know, yeah, to be on yeah. the train. Yeah, I, no, that makes sense. Relaxing, yeah. gives you a chance to think. Right. And I, I, I write your book, your upcoming autobiography, which is yeah. very exciting. It's, and I've been, I know the last time we talked, we talked about it. I, you guys, I have one chapter left, and I'm almost done with it. I hope to have it done by the end of the week. I'm not the best at at writing, but finally, I had to add another chapter, and this whole chapter is about my travels in life, everything overseas, in Europe, uh, just some of the experiences that I encountered, and funny things, embarrassing (laughs) things, you know, things that you learn. I mean, uh, you don't know the language, you know, <laughs> renting cars and figuring those cars out <laughs> and then running to a stop sign because you don't know that stop sign. It's <laughs> I'm picturing Chevy Chase in that European vacation movie. Oh, my God, yes. oh that's exactly hilarious. You know, Everybody for the. You'll never do that again. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, when I come back, I'll know. Right, exactly. Hey, thank goodness for our cell phones and Google, because Google dictation or language is really, really good. It's phenomenal. I, yeah. So, you know, we did, I didn't have this years ago, but now you can... You know, they could say, someone can speak into it and they'll tell you exactly what they're saying in, in English. Well, you know, they're they're coming out with those Google glasses now where you can have a conversation with somebody and it instantly translates and it shows it on the goggles. So you can just look, stare at each other and talk. Isn't that amazing? Oh, my goodness. That's where we're wow. heading, my friend. <laughs> oh, wow. Of course we are. Right. Well, it's going to be, a, and you know, for somebody who travels as much as you do, and for those of you who don't know Jeannie, she travels all the time. Those will come in handy. Absolutely. You know, when I was watching Succession on HBO, I watched Greg do it. The I think the um, uh, I don't remember what language was it German that they were speaking. Right. I can't remember. Uh, but he was in the club, and then he put the. Uh, 
that language thing in and then he heard everything that they were saying when they were talking in the bar. I'm like, Oh, I need that. I need that now. <laughs> you do for all your international fans. You can be like, I know what they're saying now. <laughs> Jeannie, every time you're on, every time I announce you're coming on, we get the questions start pouring in. You've lived such a dynamic life from your wrestling days, from your television days, your movie days, your stunt days. So I have to try to compile these questions in some kind of order. So some of them that I've asked you before, you know, you might say, all right, well, I've, I remember him asking me this, but sometimes it's just good to re go over some of the questions we've had because there's new listeners all the time. Yep. And we have new fans all the time. That's right. So we're going to head right into it. Um, Jen asks how you juggle your soap business with your travel and wrestling appearances. Oh, Jen's so sweet. Thank you, Jen, for that question. So when I'm home, that is when I do my soap. Like this morning, I, mm-hmm. I'm home for uh, maybe a week now. And yes, today, I'm, so I started in the morning. And uh, I made watermelon this morning. So basically, I just do everything when I'm home. And when I go on the travels, obviously, I can't make it. But that's one thing that I love to do. And I may have said it before, but it's very soothing. And, you know, it's not hustle and bustle like on a plane, being delayed, staying on, the you know, you're on the tarmac, trying to get to the airport, trying to get to the hotel on time. No stress. So that de-stresses me. So on the days off. That's when I make my soap, uh, NashvilleBotanica.com or HollywoodBotanica.com with a K, everybody. That's how I spell it. Yes. And, and, Brian, uh, just recently in February, my soap are now in the Nashville International Airport. That's amazing. And I know. There is a store called Nashville Jam Session. A lady named Amy and her husband, John, are the owners of that store. I knew them about five or six years ago when I did some promos at another um, location. It was kind of bar. It was a wine bar, wine and cheese bar. And they would have different people come in and sign autographs, do little two-hour events. And she told me, she had me in for a couple of them. And she says, you know, Jeannie, I'm going to sell your soap when we get our store in the airport here five years goes by boom that's incredible yeah so i'm super excited having those there and your soaps i believe are at billy corgan aka william corgan's store i believe isn't that zuzu is it zuzu's yeah yeah, zuzu's the tea shop yes recently but we did a good run a couple of times at you know he likes everything about no preservatives and natural it's amazing how do you get the lettering on? That's one I saw your fight, you know, your fight club soap. It looks incredible. How did you do that? It's, it's Hollywood secret. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. There you go. That's fair. <laughs> you just have to order the soap and see for yourself. I have before. Her soaps are beautiful and amazing. Thank you. You're very welcome. It's all true. Um, So we're going to jump around a little bit here. Rose asks if there was, now this is interesting. I found this one interesting. If there was anything about the way the glow television show was presented that you would have changed. Is there anything about the, the actual way, like the, either whether it was the wrestling, the rap intro, like, is there anything you would have done differently in retrospect? If you had the power to, you know, rewrite that show. So is Rose talking about the Glow Netflix show or Glow back in the day? I think she's talking about Glow back in the day. You know what I would have loved to have done? What's that? Direct, direct our sketches. Yeah. That is what I would have done differently. You would have been great. Because, Brian, it's great to be in front of the camera but i think it's even better to be behind the camera and to see how things work but i just wasn't in that mindset right 21 22 23 years old you're like i'm on tv right 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 totally next 
you know, because it was more than just wrestling. You had like the comedy bits at the end where you're knocking on, you know, David McLean's door and the, you know, I mean, there, you know, and of PSA commercials, the PSA yeah. where they could use heel, like myself, yes. they do all those drug commercials, drinking and driving commercials, uh, PSA spots. So for me, I like the way that things went because that was the time. Yeah, I got you. At that time period. But for me, I wish that I would have asked to do, how does this work? And tell me about the editing process and directing. Because oh, I love I that. On it. Yeah. I love that. And I think also. It's too late for people to start now. Damn right. You know, I used to do voiceover work in New York. And the lady used to tell me, you know what? Learn as much as you can behind the scenes. Because I, wish I had someone who said that to me. Oh, I'm right there with you. I get it. I get it. I mean, and I, but you know what I found, you said something interesting. You did mention the, the Netflix series. Uh, you know, I have to say, I am shocked that they never brought the originals onto the show. Cause I think you would have been phenomenal. Even if you had just done one episode, I really felt like they needed to do that to seal that legacy of the passing of the torch to what the show that inspired it to bringing it to new audiences with that series. So I think that's where they screwed up. I really do. I do too. I just, I mean, if you're going to do something that iconic, take a chance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I, there could have been something with contracts. Um, the girl that owned the, the trademark who was licensing to, you know, maybe they had words. You so, never know. That's true. But, but, you know, you would think that the director or producers of that show, maybe they did want to do it. Well, you know, maybe yeah. one day down the line we'll figure it out. But, you know, it's never too, again, too late to to to, to uh, direct. You know me, I like those TCM movies. So the other day they were talking about Ida Lupino, I think is her name. Ida, yeah. she's uh-huh. one of the first directors way back in the day. I watched something in 19... 19- uh, a 1959, uh, I think it's called The Hitchhiker. That's okay, it. yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, I, I think she did that one. I'm pretty sure. That sounds right. I, I'm pretty sure it's The Hitchhiker, but I'm not sure. But man, look at her before her time trying to do it. It's, it's awesome. Right. No, and, and absolutely. And you're cut from that mold because you're one of the most dynamic people I know. So it doesn't shock me that you want to get your hands in different places of the field and learn it and master it because that's how you are. You attack things. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> and that's how you learn too, yeah. you know? Absolutely. No, 100%. Yeah. That's how we learn. Anyway, that's what uh, I would have changed i love that that's a great answer and i think you're gonna love this one this is funny uh mark asks if you've ever performed on stage with kiss that's because as we know your partner (laughs) mr ryan uh works with them so uh i guess they're asking if you ever took the stage and got up and did some some dancing with them and that's a good question because when gene does his solo uh, project with the guys he always invites the audience to come up and sing one of the songs so <laughs> i was on stage as well uh joining them one time oh uh, that's yeah. great ace doesn't do it ace's solo project doesn't do that you know and, and by the way i think he was in your area and they were just they just played the bike rally in Oh, you oh man, they weren't that far. You're right. Oh my gosh. Oh, darn it. Oh, I missed my, my window there. <laughs> yeah, but there'll be another one. They, he does the East Coast a lot. Last night was Connecticut, uh, excuse me, last night was uh, New Jersey, tonight's Connecticut, and then they'll come home and then they're going to head to the Midwest and do Texas and all that area. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? He There'll be more times and we'll set that up. That is so cool. I will be honored that would be so That'd great be really to see cool. ryan doing his thing and, and now know. he's playing bass with ace that sounds funny because um, <laughs> <playing bass with Ace. laughs> and, and with gene he does guitar so that's phenomenal and, and I, I'm, I'm hoping that gene goes out after the kiss tour when kiss is done you know regular regular kiss yeah that gene will do his solo project and start 
because he loves working. You know, Ace is starting to slow down a little bit, I see, but uh, Gene... Gene likes to make that money. I think they all like to make that money, by the way. Right, absolutely, right? They, they, they know marketing. Kiss knows marketing. I mean, you don't get that look by accident. That works. They were smart, man. Super smart. <laughs> I, have, I actually have a couple dear friends who are diehard Ace fans. Shout out to Jimmy and Tiffany. I'm curious. You've obviously met him a bunch of times. What's Ace like behind the scenes? He's very nice, actually. Oh, that's He's awesome. always like, Hollywood! He'll go, Hollywood! <laughs> I'm like, hey, I, I've never heard you call me that before. <laughs> you know? And, uh, you know, but he does his own thing. He's kind of, he's pretty private because yeah. Ace comes on at the last minute. The boys are there already, and Ace comes driving up with the driver and his fiance and some of their, you know, entourage. And then he goes, looks in the mirror fixes his hair, puts on a jacket, and gets there. Somebody hands him his guitar, and he's ready to go. Wow. So sometimes he hangs with the guys backstage, and then sometimes he doesn't. That's Gene norm. is a little more. Gene is a little more different. He hangs out a lot of the time. I mean, the guys went to the movies one time. I think I don't know where they were, but they had a lot of time, and Gene went with them into the, you know, into the walk-in theater to see a, a movie. <laughs> That's awesome. I, you know, I, I remember Gene. I remember reading Gene has like an encyclopedic knowledge of like film and horror films, and like I've I heard a little bit of that before, and that fascinates me because you and I love that. You know, that the golden era of those kind of horror yes. movies and the sci-fi and all that. All of it, yeah. It's so fascinating to me as well. I love to look at uh, the um, the acting, hairstyles, makeup, uh, you know, dresses. It's it's uh, yeah. and the perfect red lipstick. I cannot find that perfect red lipstick on Marilyn Monroe. If you <laughs> right? find out what it is, oh, that now my mission is clear. I will get that done. I will definitely deep dive into that for you. Uh, you know, I will, Jeannie. Okay, good. You got the right person for the job. You say Marilyn Monroe, I'm on it. I know. Perfect. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I think you're probably Christian Dior or something like that. Probably. It probably was. I'll find out. Who knows? Who knows? I'm well. I have a mission now. I will find that out for you. Thank you. Uh, You're gonna like this question. Misha asks if there will, and there should be, if there isn't. Will there ever be a Hollywood Funko Pop? I know. Well, there should be. You're right. Yeah. She's right. You can tell her that one of our fans, you know, you can make, what would you call those of them? Oh, um, like, like um, uh, I know what you're talking about. Like, kind of like. Uh, you can make, there's a word. I'm looking at mine right now, and I do have one, but it's made from one of our fans. It's custom. Is it a custom? Yes, it's custom. Okay. But they're awesome. And he made one for every glow girl, including our ref and uh, our uh, our announcer producer, Johnny C. So, um, you know what? We could tell Nisha if, if, uh, if we were back on TV again, I guarantee you we would have one. I think but. you should. I think you've earned it. I think that show was iconic. And with all the it's licenses iconic. they do, they should yeah. do that. Yep. So, Funko Pop. I'm going to tag Funko in this. We're going to get that. We're going to make that happen. Oh my God, that's a great idea. We're totally doing that. That that is happening today. <laughs> yeah, um, wrestling guy, I guess that's his uh, little uh, nickname there. Asks, were you expected? To, I think I've asked you this before, but were you expected to stay in character off camera in Las Vegas? When we were in the public, yes. Okay, right. Yep, they, they called that kayfabe, and they yep. wanted us always in character, so we weren't allowed to hang out with the good girls at, you know, lunch or dinner in front of the public. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's what they did in the 80s, so... Yeah, yeah. it was very big. Kayfabe was not broken in, in wrestling in general at that at that time. Right. Um... Angela asks, how you stay in such phenomenal shape? That's a sweet, nice question. A lot of people ask it, but I'm very, very lucky because 
my it's the genes you know i could say oh i do this and do that because i do do that i do like <laughs> to exercise not not that i like should i say it i do exercise at my age now to keep the tone it's very difficult when you get a certain age and i do eat very well um well, I shouldn't say that. I keep the carbs down because you know what? When I want spaghetti, right. steak, <laughs> yes, damn right. Diet. So my diet that I've been doing to stay even lower than I was, say a year ago, it's less carbs in the morning. I like Greek yogurt and blueberries, and that is my breakfast. And then at lunchtime, um, I do protein shakes, and I love plant based protein shakes plant-based. So, so that's peas we're not talking soy or whey but pea protein and i do a vanilla one by simple truth um which is i guess a kroger brand called simple truth and that i don't know what what kroger is that's like Ralston, california kroger here grocery store and i love their simple truth products um so i'll do that and add berries or bananas to that and then Okay, yes, during, like, in two hours, I'm going to have a cheese stick. I want some potato chips. I do a little bit. If I want a yeah. cupcake, I do it. Good for I you. No, I do it. And then at nighttime for dinner, I'll eat whatever I want. So last Love night that. was steak, uh, you know. Um, so that is the diet that I've been doing, and that's the one that has been working. I was trying to lose three or four pounds, and I'm like, I can't do it. Then I started on that. Wow. Last car. But, and you can do that every other day. Like, you can be really good the first day, and then the next day, eat whatever you want. Then go right. back to that diet again. Right. You know? Yeah, have, way, yeah, have it's, it's balance. Yep. And that way you're not always deprived and thinking about that food that you can never have. If right. you allow yourself to have it a little bit, then you're yeah. not thinking about it all the time. And you know what? I have, I, I, I'm a huge chocolate freak, but I have not had, there was a time where I wanted peanut M&M's. Uh, <laughs> right? Sweet. They're so sweet, Brian. Yes. I mean, candy is so sweet. Don't get me wrong. I love candy, but because I don't do it as much, I'm like, man, this is really sweet. You never realize how much until you're not doing it. That's true. That's a really yeah. good point. But I do love my hostess cupcakes. <laughs> yes. You, well, you have good taste. I love those damn things, too. <laughs> I know, but they may not be the most perfect thing, but for me... <laughs> That is my heaven. Is my heaven. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so have have some hostess every now and again. Enjoy life. You know what, right. And you know what's the most important thing, and I don't do it as much. We need to drink more water. I yeah, need to drink more water. I do and too. I, you know, like, like Ryan does it. I can't believe it. We go through water so fast that I'm thinking... <laughs> I'm barely, I could go, I could barely do one of these bottled waters. It's, I get you. Know, you. I know. I'm the same way. Yeah, we need to do more. Uh, yeah, we'll push each other to do that. We'll hold each other accountable. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll send you text. Water, H2O. Don't forget it. Don't forget it. Yeah. I think you're going to like this one. Aria asks, out of everything you've done, what's been your favorite non-wrestling experience? You've done a lot of stuff, so that's hard to nail it down. And like, he says, out of everything you've done, what's been your most favorite? Non like non wrestling, yeah, like out of wrestling. like, so take the wrestling out of it because obviously yeah. you're an icon in that field. But like, what what? Traveling. There you go. Travel. My go. traveling is so important. Uh, I love to travel when I can. I'd like to be able to afford it more often than once a year. But like I was telling you earlier. France was beautiful, and to be able to see new places, I mean, the planet is huge, and uh, like in the book, I'm writing about all my travels to Prague, to Ireland, to Amsterdam, uh, to Paris, to Nice, I want to go to Morocco next, I just, I don't, I want to see Turkey, Istanbul, I know that those are scary maybe places, but you know, if you're on, you, you just don't go off the beaten path to stay right. where you're supposed to stay. Exactly. But I am so curious. And of course, uh, Greece, I would love to go there. And I fell in love with Italy because the food, and the same as the south of France, the food is so yummy, yummy, yummy. And to experience these places, 
I haven't done really anything. If you look on a, on a globe and look at the map and just go, oh my gosh, I'll probably never see any of the, these places, but other than in movies. So it's fun to go out. You know, I wanted to go to, I went to Tulum and I went to Tulum because I watched a movie. Um, I know it starts with an A and I can't remember it. It was a football player and a okay. girl. It's a G. Uh, um, it'll, it'll, I can't think of the movie, but I'll think okay. of it. And then I'll tell you. All right. Sounds good. I watch movies and then I go to this place. <laughs> That's I awesome. Yes. I love that you do that. You're adventurous. Very much. Um, you do a lot of conventions and you make a lot of appearances. And I think this is interesting for the average person because, you know, there's not a lot of people in the world walking around whose, you know, autograph is sought after. And you're one of those people. You're a notable figure. And Bruce asks, how do conventions work and who does your booking? That's great. That's a good question because, you know, we have, we probably worked with over 80 glow girls. Now, the reason that I do more conventions than other people mm-hmm. is because I did the pilot and I did season right. one, two, three, and four. That's that right. That means that I was seen on television more than, say, somebody who only did season one or yeah. girls that came in on season three and four. And no disrespect to anybody because they're all glow girls. But, but some are more popular than others, and that's just the bottom line. And a promoter. Most of the promoters are repeats, and then they've seen. Then the new ones will see that these guys have, you know, had me. Then they want to have me, and then to be asked to come back again is very cool. Because, uh, like on the New York ones with one of my guys, he would have me every other uh, year instead okay, right. of every year. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not totally. Up to me, so it's not up to me. I don't go out and ask, can I work for you? They come to me and ask me. So I'm very uh, fortunate to have them ask me. And, you know, I'm always honored to be a guest and be asked to sign because that's what it is, you know? And then I get to meet all of my fans, which is Mm -hmm. even cool because I love doing that. You know, it's, you know, just to clarify something you stated earlier, for those who may not know, Jeannie is literally the only cast member of GLOW to be in there from pilot through the very end. So talk about iconic. I think you are the most iconic GLOW personality of them all. And I mean that. Thanks, Brian. You're welcome. It's true. And it's a testament to your work ethic, how you approach life. There's a reason you were on from beginning to end. Let's put it that way. Right. And it's also why you look half your age, which is amazing. Because I enjoy what I do. That's right. I love what I do because if you don't love, you got to have a job that you like or love what you do. You do. Because it shows, you know? You know? And I'm still doing it, so that's the cool thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm no. still wrestling in the ring, you know? <laughs> you know, this is, yeah, I'm glad you're, we're, we brought that up. Because, like, what did you learn about yourself playing Hollywood? Is there, own, is there any life lessons that you took from that experience? Is there, is, you know, in the way it changed your life, the way you view life? Uh, well, when you're young, you have mm-hmm. no fear. Mm-hmm. So take a chance. And... You need to do it when you're young and when if somebody's if you really want to do something, you put yourself out there. And for me, I don't just give 100 percent. You got to give extra. People are looking for somebody who's going to give that 110 or 125 percent. That was me and glow. I wanted that job. I knew basically in my head what how much I needed to give. Yeah, I gave everything. And I think. That's one of the reasons why I was hired. Again, for those who are new and are listening, when we were training with Mondo Guerrero, Mondo asked everybody in the ring, which one of you ladies can ram your head in the turnbuckle and land on your back? I'm the first person to raise my hand, uh, Brian. And, and that man, And I already knew that. I'm like, as soon as he said who... My hand was almost up. <laughs> I, I didn't know what he was going to say, but I knew that I would be the first person 
because again, you're young, there's no fear. And then I knew that the producers and directors were watching us. And yeah. David said, when you did that, I knew you, he goes, you were the first glow girl hired in my mind. Wow. So that's where that came from. And so we can do anything we put our minds to. That's incredible. And but stay positive for God's sake, use, you know, glass half full and not glass half empty. No, Do you think all those stars, you know, the stars on um, those, The Voice or America's Got Talent or any of that, those people are giving 110%. And, you know, some people have the package and some people don't. So I've been very lucky. You know, you never know. You never know or give yourself, sometimes I don't, enough credit. You know, do I look okay? How's this? Da 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 da. You're yeah. always questioning, you know, because that's just me. But you do have to stay positive, and it's hard it to is. be in a room full of other actresses or entertainers that are doing buying for the same thing you are. No, so you you're right. You're you're <laughs> damn right. Yeah, you know, you're right. And everybody wants your spot, and it's like and it's not easy. It's it is not easy. You can easily feel intimidated, but don't let anybody intimidate you. You go out there and do it. Go get it. I love that. And, you know, actually, these two questions kind of bleed into each other. So I'll just ask both Victoria and Jake asked first how the contracts worked on Glow. Like, were, were the ladies all on separate deals? And what were the television tapings like for you? Ooh, I like both of those. Okay, so the contracts, it, it seemed like... Um, you know, for those who had more experience, they might get a little bit more. Okay, but, right. Um, so season one, we had a contract, and I made pretty good money. I was thinking a hundred dollars a day is pretty good for nineteen eighty five. Right. You know, I'm like, oh yeah. wow, this is great. Right. Um, I think Matilda the Hun got a little bit more. I know that uh, Johnny C got more, but most of us were about six hundred a week. Okay, right. Uh, for the first season. Right. The second season, there were more contracts. Now, let me tell you something. I didn't know what the word uh, uh, in um, perpetuity was. Right, right. Okay. Uh, that probably was somewhere in that freaking contract. Wow. So, base, basically, no residuals for, for us. And, you know, a lot of the girls from season one and two quit. They weren't there anymore. The only person that was there was Mountain Fiji. Nanushka and myself. So when season three and four came around, we have all these new girls who are fans of the show. They're, so it's a little bit different, too, because when I was auditioning, I didn't have nothing else to compare it to. I couldn't watch it on TV already and go, oh, well, that's Mountain Fiji. Okay, right, right. Doing, and that's what the cheerleaders are doing. Okay, now I know. I, we went in there fucking blind. Sorry, we're my... Oh, no, go I, for it. <laughs> but we were blind, you know what I mean? So so season three and four chicks, they had at least an idea of what was going to be expected of them. So uh, their contracts were different, and they made less money. Right. And um, so, yeah. So, okay, so then the second part of the question is... Um, what the what TV taping. TV tapings. Yeah. And the TV tapings were awesome, but it was a long, long day. I can so imagine. Started, so Saturday were the tapings with a live audience. I think we had to get there about 1 or 2 p.m., get into hair and makeup. Then the audience came in. And then you had like a, a four or five camera shoot, you know, people on the ground, a steady camera up on top of the... Uh, and you know what? If something didn't go right, we might have to cut and do it. But usually everything was on the... On you the know, fly, on, right? Yeah, on the fly, exactly. Um, I remember one of the girls... No one knew that I was hurt, but one of the girls jumped up with me. I, she had me in her hands, and she was jumping up to the third turnbuckle, and she still had me attached. She was holding oh, my arm. Right. She jumped off, and I'm supposed to do this flip, but she jumped up so quickly that I didn't have time to oh. uncross my legs because I wasn't in position. They were in a different position, and she threw me over, and I landed on my neck, and oh I passed God. out. Not I know. I passed out for just seconds, 
And I looked and I looked up and I'm like, where am I? And then I look up and I see Cheyenne Cher screaming at me going, get up. She didn't know what happened. Get up. What she should have done while I was getting it together is went over to the other side and jumped around. Right. While I was like thinking the cobweb out of my head. Sure. But I did. And then I started again, but, you know, I didn't stop it. I just kept going. So that really was the only time that I noticed that I didn't get hurt, but I could have. Wow. Thank God you were okay. Yep, I was very limber. Let's just put it that way. Very thin. Uh, I kind of look like Gumby out there. Very thin. (laughs) I'm 120 right now, so I remember being about maybe 115, and that's really thin for my height. But, you know, that my metabolism was really quick. I ate whatever right. I want. Just, you know, today my met- metabolism as we get older slows a little bit. Not, I got a pretty quick one still. Um, but the TV tapings were a long day. So you'd start at two and you might end at eight o'clock at night. Wow. You must've been exhausted. And, and let's tell him also, I didn't just do one match, Brian. I would do a singles match, a tag team match. Uh. Oh, yeah. And throw, then, throw in a battle royal here and there. And then a battle royal at the end. So that's four matches. Because you're young, you can do it. But I, I could not recommend that for anybody now. Yeah, right? I, I, all right. No way. And then, uh, I, and then all your backstage segments and your interviews were done separately, correct? Um, yeah. My, my PSA, since the, since the cameras were there... And I was leaving on Saturday nights, and I wasn't there during the week, so they would have me do all those PSA spots right after the show. So that means hair and makeup again has to be, you know, you know, redone and then taped. But then during the week, a lot of the girls could do their sketches um, during the week time. Right. Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. Thank you for like clarifying that because I think that's a world people are really interested in and how it all worked. Yeah, um, and we get, I yeah. did a hundred and four episodes. You know, I mean, Out my God. World, you know, uh, that's why I'm saying again, back to how does it work when the promoters call you? Well, it's you know who's asking for this character if they remember you. You know, because I did a hundred and four episodes. There you have it. You're just more noticeable and memorable. That's safe than somebody else. That's right. Yeah. And that's why you again were there from the very beginning to the very end. <laughs> and if you're a popular character and they like you, that's a plus. Yep. I mean, you were in all the wrestling magazines. I remember that. I remember you being in the magazines and so Hollywood got a lot of press. And just justifiably so. <laughs> um, Lee asks how you come up with your soap ideas. Because I, I had one. What You should do like a Martian bar, like a UFO, like a neon green with some kind of, you know, because you would nail that. <laughs> oh, that I could do neon green. Or maybe, you know what? I should do that one at Halloween. So when Halloween comes around, I always do the Halloween type of fragrances and colors. Right. I did do a fall one. I couldn't help it just because I'm like, it smells so good. It's called Autumn Harvest. And I put in like a brown and a green and a gold and an orange. Uh, and that one smells amazing. Um, but I, I, since I've been doing this now for four years, I know what sells and I know what doesn't sell. Everybody loves beech. They love rose. They like the lemon sugar. They love peppermint and eucalyptus. Um the watermelon is amazing. Um, I have one called Bourbon Street, one called Wood- The Woodsman. They're a little more uh, male-oriented. Right. Um, I love the sandalwood patchouli because it's not it's not smelly exactly like patchouli, but it's got a blend. And when I blend the sandalwood with it, it's a, a really nice uh, fragrance. Uh, everybody loves black raspberry vanilla. So those are the favorites. And then, you know, Christmas time comes along and I love, like, I'm so busy from uh, Halloween over to Christmas time. And I always say, I make enough and I never make enough. You know? <laughs> 
And I think with your with your love of like 1950s sci-fi and stuff, you could do a whole line with that. You know, there's so much, so many things you can do. I know, right? You're you're the person oh, yeah. for the job. You're a creative soul. So that's yeah. that's. I'm always and in I awe. People, and I love when people suggest it, so they can email me or text me or message me and say, "Hey, I got an idea." Well, I love and that. I'll, yeah. So give Where, me your idea. Where can people do that if they want to reach out and and also check out your company and and ev- and all things Genie? Yeah. <laughs> so Instagram, there is official Glow Hollywood, and there is Hollywood Botanica. So those are the Instagrams, and then you so everyone can message there. Hey, there's this new thing called Threads. Yes. Glows, yes. That I've been hearing about um, <laughs> Twitter is. Uh, Glow Hollywood. Or is it Hollywood Glow? I always forget. <laughs> I do. It's terrible. That That's I, all right. Uh, we... <laughs> and then one of my Facebook pages, let me tell you, one of the Facebook pages, Brian, they did not think it was me, and they thought it was an imposter, and oh, they Lord. decided to get rid of that one. That was like where I have mom and dad and the kids from school. Ryan's over there. But um, the Twitter is at Glow Hollywood. The Instagram, official Glow Hollywood. The soap store at Instagram is Hollywood Botanica. Perfect. That way people yep. can suggest a way, and maybe she'll like your idea, and she'll get back to you on it. <laughs> Absolutely. Did your... um. Did your family ever get a chance to come out and and when you were wrestling in Glow to see your matches, or was it always like they saw you on TV and were like, "Oh my God, honey, what are you? What's going on? You're getting beat up on TV. That's our baby." That is the latter part of that statement is totally true. <laughs> yeah, my mom was like, "No way, I'm not going to see Mountain Peachy throw my girl out the ring. I don't want to see her get hurt. I'll watch it on TV because that way I'll know that you are fine." I love that. I love that. Well, you're their baby. You know, I get it. (laughs) And you have so many appearances coming up. You're going to be at Heroes and Legends on August 26th at the Smoky Mountain Convention Center with another guest that has appeared on the show, Miss Katie Gannon. So that's going to be fun. You're going to be available for autographs and meet and greets. And that's it's phenomenal. You couldn't get a better duo than you and Katie. I can't wait to meet her. That'll be awesome. That's gonna um, be- I'll make sure to tell her that you said hello. And not, I'm going to mention September. I should be back in Los Angeles for their fan fest there. Um, that's September. November is, I think, WrestleCade in North Carolina. And that's going to be really cool. Oh, yeah. I don't have the date, I don't have the date yet. Um, and then, of course... We have been asked to come back again, and that's Los Angeles, December 1, 2, and 3 at L.A. Comic-Con. And Matt Simber's going to be at that one. I'm going to have oh, Matt there. Wow. That's a biggie. Yeah. That is a biggie. For yes. those of you who don't know, he produced Glow, so that's a big deal. And let me tell you, can I tell you his movies? Yeah, of For course. who don't know, so Matt is another person, Matt Simber, who when I started watching a lot of the TCM movies... Um, he, he inspired me actually to like, want to, um, to interview him, Brian, I'm going to read you some of his credits. So he started, uh, making movies a a while ago, but he did Matt Simber, um, is, is known for the witch who came from the sea, 1976 butterfly. 1982 with Pia Zadora. Yeah. He did one called Tundra, 1983. Uh, Yellow Hair, The Fortress of Gold, 1984, which starred Loreen Landon. Uh, then, before that, because he was married to Jane Mansfield for yes, a little bit. I have a Jane Mansfield tattoo. I'm a big Jane fan, so that's, that's a big deal. <laughs> and his son, Tony, and Tony, who did Married with Children with me and also was in Glow with us, that's his mother, is wow. Jane Mansfield. If you look at Tony, Tony looks just like her. Wow. Wow. So there's a lot of history there, you know, for our history buffs and film people. I think Matt Simber is a great person for you to meet. And uh, he did his first signing a couple of weeks ago in Los Angeles um, at the Hollywood show uh, in Burbank. I wasn't able to go because I was in, um, in Nice 
So, uh, but I'm going to invite him and his wife, Lynn. They're going to come to the L.A. Comic-Con in December. And I'll be posting all of that everywhere, um, as well as the other meet and greets that I'll be doing. I love that. So be on the lookout for that, fans. And um, Charlotte asks, what kind of a kid were you in high school? (laughs) Oh, high school was good because I finally got out of that braces and curly hair that kind of ugly stage i think that i'm saying i'd say it went well for you yes (laughs) i I think the turnaround was really good i had um you know i i wasn't i was friends with popular girls i was friends with the not so popular i always like to be in the middle yeah me too i don't like sides at all i'm right there with you i see the good and bad in everyone and so i lived my life in high school i had an amazing time you know my mom always told me she told me one time in high school she goes you know Jeannie. she goes enjoy it while you can because you're never coming back here again and she's right i haven't been back there (laughs) (laughs) moms always know how do they know i know know. you know what i didn't bring it up but i'm gonna bring it up because i have a fan or a really good friend her name is Lori, and we were talking about this interview and i told her about your uh paranormal stuff yeah oh well they're in they live in pennsylvania too and she asked i told her all about the well the hotel is it the gettysburg hotel that you go to oh the yes the farnsworth inn is it is what it's called in gettysburg yes very haunted Yes, I told them about that particular room, and then she said, have you been to Hotel Bethlehem? I have not, but I've heard. I have heard about this hotel. (laughs) And I was going to tell her on another one, we'll do it, but I told her I had some uh, interesting things happen when I was on the West Coast in Portland at the Lighthouse. Yeah, Yeah, at the the Lucida, at the... uh, Hasida Lighthouse. They said it was haunted. Laura and I went there, and uh, I went to bed, and I heard something loud, and it woke me up. Laura didn't hear it, she said, but I woke up in the morning, and I looked behind the bathroom door, and the bolt had come out and landed on the hard wooden floor. So that was the first thing that happened. But I went, okay, whatever. Next night, we're sleeping. And this time, I feel something on the bed. You know, when you have a cat or a dog, you know when they jump on your bed. Absolutely. I felt something. I woke up. I looked at the end of the bed, and I could see the impression of somebody who just sat down. Now, I was like, oh, my God. But it wasn't scary. It wasn't demonic. It was happy. I woke up in the morning. I told Laura all about it. So we go downstairs to eat at the bed and breakfast area, whatever. And and our host said, girls... How was your night? And I just went fine. And and Laura goes, uh-uh, Jeannie had some kind of experience. <laughs> and she goes, tell me about it. And um, she said, well, I just told you that someone sat down on the bed and the lady without blinking an eye or doing stopping from what she did, she goes, that's what people say. Some wow. people say that happened. So I know. And that happened to me. So there, that definitely place is haunted. Oh, one, sure. 100%. It's out there. It exists. Yeah. And one day, Gene and I are going to link up and do and go on a ghost hunt, and we will talk all yeah. about our experiences because Jeannie's definitely in tune with the paranormal and is open to that. So I think we have oh. some, some fun adventures in the road ahead. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes, we do. <laughs> you are always i mean every time i talk to you i can't believe it i look down i'm like holy shit we were talking for almost an hour and it's so easy to talk with you because we're your 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 fans ask awesome questions by the way thank you very much you know that makes it you know different questions than what they've probably heard before like how did you get into it well we all know that so I love that your fans interact with you so much. And, you know, when we do the next one, this book will definitely be out because by that time, I guess we should see each other another six months, right? Damn right. Oh, damn right. No, you try to do Christmas 
time. Oh, we will definitely do that. Let's consider that already in the books. We'll do a Christmas special with you, and we will talk all about the book and all and your you appearances. Talk about that people don't know. Go for it. What? The screenplay or the script that you wrote for me. I. Uh, Look, go ahead. Yes. What's it called? Uh, Deathmatch. Deathmatch at Diablo. There we go. And it was Deathmatch at Diablo. Nobody probably knows that there's a 72-page script. Yes, there it. is. Yes, there yeah. is. Jeannie and I had such a blast. She had this wonderful concept. I was honored to take on that challenge and try to make her wonderful ideas come to life. And she and I just collaborated so well. I think that was the most fun at a reading when we were sitting at that diner that I ever had. We just I had remember. a blast yes. reading yes. that. And uh -huh. I was so much fun. And going uh, through the characters. <laughs> yes, and going through the characters. And oh, yes. You're going to love this. You're going to love this. I told Matt about it. I <laughs> And he read it. Oh, I love it. I love that he read it. He said it was it's very good. He goes, but for at the time, that's when we should have done it. Right. I get it. I get it. But I love that he read it. And I'm honored that he even read it. Yes, he did. And he really enjoyed it. And he liked it. Oh, well, that's enough for me. That is phenomenal. But, you know, yeah. Jeannie, if you have the chance, she's such a dream to work with. She and I work together on a web series and she was awesome she is just takes it takes it by the horn every challenge and just brings I it learn more as well oh because she, i learned a lot from you you are you are such a gift you're always a joy to just be around i love your philosophy the way you look at life and that's why you're one of my favorite people and i mean that sincerely yes and i feel the same thing about you your energy and uh, our friendship, and we've known each other for a while now. Yeah, so. we sure have. I was trying to figure out exactly how long earlier today. I'm going to look that up, and I'm going to text okay. you. I'm going to because I have it somewhere. Our first messages, and I was like, my God, what a gift she's been ever since. God, God just bring, brings people into your life at the most random times, and I'm very honored to know you. I love you, buddy. So thank you. I love you too, buddy. <laughs> Uh, thank but, you. No, thank you, and thanks for coming on. I'm going to have you back, obviously, because you've been on every season and are always one of the most popular guests we have. So Christmas time is in the books. Sounds good, Brian. <laughs> thank you. And please, thanks for having me. Oh, Bye. no, please. It's been an honor. It's been a joy. I want you to hold on so I can thank you for doing this. But okay. until then, check out her website, hollywoodbotanica.com with a K and look up Jeannie Bassone and trust me, you will not be disappointed. But until then, we will have a wonderful chat in the future. But for Footsteps in the Attic, this is Brian Hobson for the beautiful Jeannie Bassone. We'll see you next week. <laughs>